Barbecue's our passion, and that's just what you'll get where the Kim Burns is a barbecuer. Tales from the pits. Hello there. Welcome to another episode of Tales from the Pits. This is Brian. And Andrew. Where's the howdy? Well, you know, I was trying to shake it up a little bit. All right. 80-something episodes in. Shake it, shake it, shake it up. Well, you know, we, I'm kind of tired of that same old intro. All right. Well, we can just change the name of the show. Everyone calls us Tales from the Pit anyway, so. Or whatever. Pit Tales. Pit Tales. We've heard that one, too. Yes. Duck Tales. Yeah, we'll, we'll answer to most things. Sometimes. All right. So, we are on another road trip. Yeah, we are on some road stuck behind someone going 10 miles under the speed limit right now, so I figured it's a good time to uh, record an episode. Um, been eating barbecue today, got on the road, a pretty late start for us. We didn't have to get on the road until, well, 7 o'clock for me, and I picked Brian up a little after 8, so this was a nice late start for us, and uh, we got to head up and, and have some, uh, some really good barbecue, and we're uh, on our way to do an interview right now. Yeah, good day, good, perfect weather, Texas weather, really nice. Uh, good barbecue today, some some really, really high point stuff we'll talk about on a later episode. Um, but, however, uh, we're coming into a big holiday season, you know, and you're going to have a lot of family in town. And uh, lately with barbecue and Texas and traditions, some, some things are kind of shaking up. And we know that uh, it's an opportunity to take your family out and eat barbecue but let's talk a little bit about what we're doing for thanksgiving yeah um in years past you know we've when we've been in town we've done some double back catering for thanksgiving um, this year i'm going to be out of town i'm flying out to atlanta to see some family and so i will definitely be hitting up some atlanta barbecue going to take my brother-in-law on a proper barbecue run he's never been on one he's had barbecue before obviously but not not the way that you know you and i brian not the way we eat barbecue so we're gonna we're gonna definitely hit up uh, Beast Crackling again. I, it's all places I've been to before, as I've been to most of the known Atlanta places at this point. But yeah, we'll we'll go to Beast Crackling again. Been looking forward to get back there since we ate it on our whole hog trip. Um, we'll uh, be stopping in at Heirloom Market, which if you're not familiar with them, they do sort of a uh, Texas style barbecue with a little uh, uh, Korean flair to it. Um, they actually use Pitmaker Vaults, a Houston pit builder. Uh, to smoke their briskets on. So uh, I've been out there before. Their their creative stuff, their fusion stuff is really good. Be stopping in there and then uh, be going over to uh, Fox Brothers to uh, take the family out for another meal. Uh, looking forward to getting back there. Uh, actually, the uh, the Fox Brothers were kind enough. I was, I've been tasked with making barbacoa for my family the day before Thanksgiving because um, they've seen us do it the, the traditional Thanksgiving barbacoa yeah, feast. just like the pilgrims made. <laughs> yeah, traditional Thanksgiving barbacoa. Yeah, they, they've been seeing us posting about it enough over the last several weeks and months that uh, they're making me do it. So I uh, messaged the Fox Brothers asking if they knew where I could find some, some beef cheeks for barbacoa, and they're like, oh, we'll just order some and you can buy them off us. So that's awesome. Thank you to them. I'm going to be picking those up and going to be cooking those for the family this week and uh if that wasn't enough my brother-in-law said oh uh let's let's have a brisket for thanksgiving well all he's got is a big green egg which i don't really want to cook a brisket on a big green egg so I, no offense to you eggheads but um right. you know it, it's just i i'm too spoiled on offset cooked brisket i just I, I, number one i don't want to spend the time while i'm kind of on vacation doing it number two i just don't want to try to tackle the big green egg to, to cook the brisket on so um so yeah, we're gonna go ahead and 
I've got a Truth brisket on order and some jalapeno cheeselings from Truth that are going to be shipped up to me uh, up in Atlanta, and that will be part of our Thanksgiving feast. We'll be having some uh, some Truth brisket and jalapeno cheese sausage. And it's one idea, you know, don't forget that there's a number of, of Texas barbecue joints that do ship barbecue. Yeah. Um, you know, Snow's is one, Truth, Southside Market. Um, Louis uh, Miller does Miller. as well. Yeah. Number of them. And, and there's a, a much longer list than that. Those are just the ones that come to mind really quick. Uh, I think Black's, Black's actually does quite a bit out of Lockhart as well. Um, so don't forget, you can give the gift of Texas barbecue um, by shipping it, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward. This is the first time I will have like a ship Texas brisket somewhere. So I'm curious to see like how does it work, you know, reheated and, and it's going to come packed in dry ice, I'm sure. Uh, so yeah, I think most of the time it's shipped like two day shipping when you get these briskets and when you get these different Texas barbecue packages shipped to you. And we did that um, a few years back with, with Papa Charlie's. We bought um, a, a big hunk of brisket and had it unsliced. You want to keep, you don't want to slice it chilled it down and drove it all the way out to savannah georgia for um our daughter and son-in-law and had had brisket out there it was really pretty cool but make it a lot easier obviously there's there's a little more expense but it can be done through shipping and uh, you can get genuine texas brisket go check it out yeah what are you doing for thanksgiving well it's kind of interesting so by this bizarre turn of coincidences um, I will be in Atlanta on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday of Thanksgiving week to go visit a customer. So Andrew's going to Atlanta for family. I'm going to customer for or to Atlanta for a customer, and we may or may not cross paths, which is just really bizarre that how that worked out. But I'm going to try to make it. Uh, it's going to be hard for me because I've got business stuff to do, and it's it's just outside of Atlanta. It's it's about 45 minutes outside. But I'm going to try to sneak away and actually go eat. Um, either at Bees or Fox Brothers, or maybe even both. Hopefully, I can, and then I get to use the the company card. So it's that's the best of both worlds when you get to eat barbecue and the company pays for it. Yeah, even better. I'm looking forward to getting some more of that peach mustard sauce from Brian Furman. You're bringing some home for me if I don't go, just so you know. Yeah, it, it, yeah. If they're if they're selling it, I'm not sure if they're selling bottles, but if they are, I will definitely be bringing some back to Texas because that stuff is delicious. It is. It absolutely is. Um, so the other thing is, then when we get back for Thanksgiving, we've as as my family has matured and and I live in Houston, we we have decided over the years to kind of dial down our Thanksgiving. Um, and a number of years ago, we went to Blacks on Thanksgiving. Um, some years I've cooked food, and other years I haven't. And so it's just a lot easier for us, as, since the family is much smaller. To meet and go eat somewhere so we're actually meeting at blacks blacks is one of the absolute very few places you can eat barbecue on thanksgiving day so we're going to head out to lockhart go get some of that um, and then i don't know what we're going to do the rest of the week i'm i'm sure that somehow barbecue is going to play a part i do know that uh, uh son sean has said that i have to make some turkey stuffing and gravy sausage links um, so I'll be making some of those. He's got some buddies at work that are dying for that. So I'll be making a little bit at least. I, I got one of my pits back from you um, that's been there for like six months now, I think. Yeah, uh, it's been in my house for quite a while. And so I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be playing around with that one because it's, it's, a, it's kind of the right size for me. It's, it's not too big, not too small. I've got three pits. One that's about a, um, it's, it's a miniature offset. It's a miniature propane tank, and it holds exactly one brisket <laughs> so it's kind of cool if you're just doing a small cook but then you also you have to miniaturize the wood so I actually have to to cut the wood chunks down into smaller pieces which means then I have to fan the fire more often so it's really more difficult to run than a bigger pit if you think about it 
and then it is such small capacity it's like well I don't use it very often but um, and I've got one that's a little bit bigger it's a 24 by 42 Tejas smokers and then so right in between that is is the one that I picked back up from from Andrew's house he's also got one the uh, uh, old country Peco smoker which I just I think it's a good little size for a, for a hobby pit to have in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it does the trick. It does what you need it to do. You can cook a decent amount of food on it at one time. So it works for us. And we, we've done quite a number of cooks on it, just various different things. Um, speaking of the turkey and stuffing sausage, good time to remind people we are going to be doing a uh, Christmas party at the bar that we serve at, at the uh, Hop Stop and Humble. That's gonna and, be- and we being Double Back Barbecue, Correct. part of part of this uh, whatever uh, prestige worldwide we have running here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, part of our non-money making endeavors. Um, but yeah, we will uh, we'll be doing a Christmas party at the bar December twenty second. Um, we're still finalizing the hours that we're going to be there, but we'll uh, we'll we'll keep you guys posted on that. But we will definitely have some turkey and stuffing sausage, turkey stuffing gravy, and whatever else we're putting in it sausage <laughs> out there. So. Uh, it's a it's a really good sausage one of my favorite ones that we do um so if you haven't have it had it yet it's a good opportunity to get out there but we'll keep you posted on all that and you know that's kind of a good segue into well well interestingly enough that was one of our first creative sausages and um i'm going to segue before you segue so i'm going to segue segue it's almost as if we have one of the little scooters or paul blartman the mall cop but i'm going (laughs) to i'm going to segue in that uh coming up in january they haven't posted the dates yet will be another round of the creative sausage making course at Texas A&M and if you're interested in getting into creative sausage making or even just sausage making and you want to jump start it's, a, it's an excellent course to go um, it's a few hundred dollars to get in it's not like the food waste courses brisket camp and barbecue camp that have a waiting list and sell out you can actually um, get in pretty pretty easily I, I, it may sell out but it's not one of these things that sells out in one hour yeah there's um, no lottery for this yeah no lottery at, at least for now uh, it is run exclusively by the, the Texas A&M folks. And it's, it's really cool. The, the, not only do you learn about it, not only is it hands-on, but you actually get to take your sausage home chilled. Um, you know, so if you're flying in, you have to make provisions for that. But it's awesome to be able to take home all the sausage that I made in the class, heat it up later, and then taste it and, and play around. You get all the recipes. Uh, for, for somebody that wants to get into sausage, you know, we're big fans of house-made sausage. It, it is really a great experience, and I, I highly, highly recommend it. Well, I, I hate to, uh, to to interrupt our flow of uh, segues that we got going on, but I just saw a sign that says we are at Rosebud, Texas, and I'm literally passing a place called Highway 77 Cafe right now. This place was on uh, Daniel Vaughn's list of honorable mentions for banana pudding. Oh, look, right on the sign is banana pudding. So Underneath liver and onions. Y- yeah, so we're going to skip the liver and onions this time. Hey, they have a drive-thru. Man, this is awesome. You're getting, like live posting of our fatness right here oh wait are we sure that really is a drive-thru oh yeah maybe it's a walk-up i don't know well this is what happens in small town texas so we're going to pause this episode and we're going to run in and grab some banana pudding all right well that little side track there we got our banana pudding and we're back on the road through rosebud texas yeah that's kind of how these road trips work for us you know we just stop eat go uh we do tend to linger more than we used to and eat more than we and, used to. This is getting really bad. Yeah, and, and eat more than we used to. That is accurate. We've got to, we've got to slow down on that. And, it, and it's kind of a, a, a tribute or attributed to the fact that not just as there's so much good barbecue in Texas these days, but the sides and the desserts, you know, banana pudding is a good kind of connection to that. But there's so much more food that's quality on the plate than just the meat. It came from meat markets, came from canned sides and whatever was on the shelves um, to really 
kind of, I call it chefing up, but really to some quality sides that are worth ordering. Um, you know, and you do need sides and you do need sauce sometimes because of what they're doing is so special. Right. And we're, we're passing another little place that I was telling Brian about earlier that's really picturesque over there. Yeah, little Joe's. Yeah, Little Joe's Barbecue in Rosenberg, or Rosenberg, Rosebud, Texas. Yeah, it's, that, it's one of the things we love about these little small towns is finding these tiny little joints. And the barbecue there may or may not be what you expect or what you hope for in great barbecue. But it, it's fun to see these little places. And I never want to just go to the big cities. Like, you know, I, I don't want to just eat the well-known places in Austin or Houston. I like going to those little towns. The, the little places like, you know, like Prousey and, and like Hallettsville in general, all these little towns in Texas, you, you need to go explore. Yeah, uh, it's it's part of what makes barbecue in Texas such a unique and special thing is is getting those those really great old time experiences. Um, but yeah, we've got obviously the holidays coming up, Thanksgiving this week, and uh, Christmas will be here before we know it, and Hanukkah, and you know whatever holidays you celebrate. Um, but you know, with that comes a lot of family coming into town, and yeah, I know one of the things that both of us have done individually with our families over the years is you know we'll we'll take them sometimes on a barbecue run depending on who it is or just may take them to a barbecue place um, so we, we've been kind of looking over to see you know what places if you're if you're looking to take some family from out of town or some friends from out of town that that are here for the holidays you know where are some of the places that you'd be looking to take them to get you know the best food the best experience you know what what are some of those places that that you've got on your okay if i got someone in town this is this is where i'm taking them sure and, and that, that has to be tempered a little bit with the timing so you know one of the things to make sure of is to make, number one to make sure they're open so you need to go online you need to go look at their social media make sure that they're not closed at least for the weekend or the holidays because they're going to take some time off a lot of times so make sure you plan it out ahead of time and it also may mean that you know unfortunately you may not get to your absolute favorite restaurant because they may be closed but and there's a lot of options. Um, do you want to just start and ramble off some some runs yeah. or some places? Or yeah, I mean, and know your audience. You know, if you if you've got an older crowd that you're going to be, you know, that, that's going to be there with you, they may not want to stand in Franklin line for four hours. Or if you've got you know a big time barbecue hound that's in town for the first time, that may be that bucket list experience that they want. So just kind of know your audience. I took my sister to Franklin years ago Thanksgiving weekend, and it she enjoyed it but it's not her thing and standing in line isn't her thing so it's not something i would do again well, with her and, and you may or may not want to be in line for four hours with a family member <laughs> yeah this, this is very much true as well you may leave them there and go somewhere else but yeah i mean know your audience know who's there and what they might might or might not want my dad is a good example of that i wouldn't take my dad to Leroy and lewis my dad's not an adventurous eater he's very meat potatoes he'll you know he'll eat the brisket and the potato salad but He's not going to appreciate barbacoa and kale Caesar salad and firebox ember potato, sweet potatoes, mm. all the things that we love. So just kind of knowing who, who will appreciate what, and you can kind of tailor your, your menu that way. For a Snows, obviously, is a great experience if, if you've got some early risers in your family that want to get up and have barbecue for breakfast. Um, they are open the Saturday after Thanksgiving, so that's something to know if you're not aware of, if you're looking to go to Snows. Um, yeah, thanks for ruining it for everybody else. Okay, I'll edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's a great one, obviously, and, and Snows is just such a quintessential experience. You know, obviously, like Louis Miller, obviously, like Lockhart, there's these experiences that you want to have if they've never had Texas barbecue that you kind of want it you do want to kickstart them but to your point they have to be an early riser now in Austin it's not so bad I think it's less than an hour drive 
from Houston. It's about a two-hour drive, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's a little more of a hike from Houston than it is from Austin. And you probably want to get there no later than 8 a.m. right now, unless you want to wait in line for a long time. Yeah, I mean, the the crowds vary. They they shrink and swell depending on if there's a special event going on in Austin that may drive the crowd a little more. So there's, you know, it's kind of hit or miss as far as how early you need to get there these days. But, of course, Snows is always a fantastic option. If you've got a bunch of eaters that... It may be hard to wrangle them up to get them out the door, even to go to lunch. They may only want to go to dinner. And, you know, you have to know what are your dinner barbecue places? What are the places that are open past lunch? And and there are plenty. I I know it's kind of become this known thing in Texas that, oh, barbecue places are only open for lunch. But there's actually quite a few quality barbecue places. Well, it's really changed. I mean, I, I think that that probably was true five, eight years ago where... The, the limit for dinner barbecue was limited to chain restaurants mostly, um, with the exception of maybe Lambert's, which was one of the first ones, I think, that was open into dinner. Right, and they weren't obviously just strict barbecue. They did more upscale, fine dining sort of things with smoked elements, kind of what you've seen becoming so popular now. Lambert's um, has been one of the, was one of the first to do that, if not the first. Um, but there's, there's quite a few, and you want to go kind of through the major cities just to kind of list off a few for people sure i mean um we're we're in austin with lambert so let's let's kind of continue down that path i mean ironworks is another one that they're open uh quite a bit and they've been around for a while as well yeah if you've if you were exploring downtown ironworks is an option downtown austin as well as uh cooper's in downtown austin is, is open late also um obviously if you've heard about cooper's you probably know about the lano location which it's a completely different experience going to Lano than going to downtown Austin just because the, the actual landscape of the restaurant is going to be totally different. You know, just the feel of being out in hill countries, you can't replicate that in downtown Austin. And, and I would prefer to go out to to Lano, except it is a drive. You, get, you know, and again, this goes back to herding cats. And does your family really want to sit in a car for you for that long? Or you may have to take multiple cars. So it, it is much more convenient. Yeah. Um, that's a good one to get in and out of. The last time I went, they still had the free beans, which is a kind of a, a trademark. Snows is also uh, kind of a trademark of, of Cooper's. So it was it's a good place to go visit for your family if you want to in the evening. Easy to get to. Yep. Not far from there, just across the river, though, is Terry Black's, um, one of the better nighttime Austin establishments. Yeah, Terry Black's is open, I believe, seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Um, you also have Style Switch, of course, which is open for dinner. And the switch and out in Dripping Springs. Correct. Yeah, you've got the switch and style switch. Uh, are both great dinner options, and you know, especially if you've got you know, some, you know, say you've got cousins and younger people in town, it's a good opportunity to get some barbecue and you can sit and have a few beers at, at Styles, and it's a good time. Um, who else we got in Austin? Well, and kind of in between the two of those is Leroy and Lewis, who has a, a nighttime menu um, that that shifts from their daytime menu and. Absolutely, that's a great place to visit. Again, family needs to be a little bit more adventurous, but from from a quality perspective, I mean, it's it's absolutely one of the best. Yeah, and of course, you can go right next door to the uh, Cosmic Beer Garden and get some craft beer. Uh, sit out on you know if it's a nice nice enough weather, you can sit out there and enjoy some beer and some creative craft barbecue from from Evan and Company. Um, yeah, they they have the the smoked burger, which they're very known for at dinner time. Um, but they also, depending on how big the lunch rush is, they will still have the barbecue items from lunch. It just depends on what's sold out. And you've got, um, not far from there, I believe, is Rolling Smoke. We haven't been yet, but um, it's on our list of places we need to get to in Austin. Yeah, uh, Rolling Smoke is open. I think they're open until the wee hours of the morning. Then there's one that's that's more commonly known for breakfast because a lot of people hit them up for breakfast. Um, open seven days a week also. And uh, some of these places 
check your check your uh, online websites because again a lot of these places are also open on Sundays so it gives you plenty of opportunity but Valentina is so so famous for their breakfast tacos but all throughout the day and into the night yeah day and night and they are open seven days a week except they close the first Monday of each month uh, for cleanup and and just to relax but they're open basically 29 to 30 days out of the month breakfast lunch and dinner with the amazing tacos and things that they do over there so yeah there's there's a good number of options in and around the austin area for for dinner barbecue um, you want to go to um, dallas next yeah we'll go do to you dallas. really want to go to dallas yeah, dallas fort worth um pecan lodge is open for, uh, for dinner barbecue as well um hutchins which has just the amazing all you can eat option um with the in-house desserts that are that are free with your with your dining in option a great value because it's all you can eat because you go through a, a kind of a cafeteria style line I, I mean it's a great opportunity for a family to go and eat and not wouldn't take very long you know it, it's um, from a time perspective probably one of the faster in and out places yeah uh Heim and Fort Worth is another one that's open for dinner and what's Heim most famous for? They are known for the bacon burn ends. Uh, bacon burn ends. Fatty, porky deliciousness. And they're closing in on opening a second location, I believe, as well. Um, the first, you know, Obviously, the first one's open in, in Fort Worth now and open for dinner. But in the coming months, you'll see them uh, hopefully opening the, the second location in Fort Worth. Um, Lockhart Smokehouse, talking, speaking of multiple locations, Lockhart Smokehouse is open for, uh, for dinner as well. They do Kreitz Market Sausage. That's uh, It's one of the owners of... Lockhart Smokehouse is from the Schmidt family. Always a good option out there. And then uh, one that's very interesting, unique in all of Texas barbecue and probably all of barbecue in the U.S. and if not the world, there is a barbecue joint that is open 24 hours a day. It is the famous and legendary Sonny Bryan's in Dallas. Yeah, Sonny Bryan's. It's it's not owned by the same family anymore, but... uh, but the, the investors that bought it, they do have the original location open 24 hours a day. So I can only imagine what the 3 a.m. barbecue crowd is like. We're going to go and we're going to do it at 2 or 3 a.m. sometime just to see. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, we might have to live stream from It, it will definitely be different than Prince's Hot Chicken at 2 or 3 a.m., I think. I think. True. But maybe not. Yeah, I do want to get back to Prince's at some point just to see the crowd at 2 a.m. Because that place was a lot of fun when we went at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. So let's go to our hometown. Let's go to Houston and talk about some of the uh, some of the dinner options for Houston. Giddy up. So one of the things we didn't cover for all of the cities, you know, it, it's fairly solid option depending on when you go, where you go, who you go. Um, you know, some of the larger chains like Spring Creek and Rudy's are also open for the evenings. Um, you know, and those are options. Um, Rudy's is interesting in one way because they do not serve plates. They only serve by the pound. So it gives you kind of that quintessential Texas barbecue ordering experience for sure. Um, you've also got um, Good Company and, and Papa's Barbecue, which are long-standing restaurants in the Houston area. Yeah, and Papa's Delta Blues, which of course is open for dinner as well. Yep. So that's kind of a good, good uh, another segue. They're just full of little segues. We're like those little scooter rental companies, Lime, and those other ones. You know, they're just all over the place. Segways everywhere you look. Um, but in addition to Papa's Delta Blues, um, then you've got some of the longer-standing Houston places like Killens and Gatlins. They've been around for, in the Houston terms of barbecue, you know, obviously, no, it's not. They haven't been around for 20 years or anything like that, but um, they've been around long enough to make their make their claim for quality barbecue. They're open into the evenings. And then Killens um, Concept, uh, STQ, which is open in the evenings as well. 
um, kind of high-end I wouldn't it's not fusion barbecue kind of I guess fancy barbecue is the best way to describe it yeah I, I, I wouldn't even call it fancy barbecue it's more of a it's more of a fine dining restaurant that's got smoked elements I mean call it whatever you want it's <laughs> it's it's owned and operated by Ronnie Killen and his staff so obviously you know the track record for quality that they have um, but yeah they are of course open for dinner um, did we talk oh we yeah, we did mention Gatlin's um, Willow in the Heights Willow is open uh, Thursday through Sunday, he's open for dinner barbecue, lunch and dinner barbecue. Um, he's at Shady Acres Saloon in uh, on West 19th Street in the Heights. Shady Acres is a place to be. It's actually Green Acres. That's yeah, yeah, I, I don't know if I've ever even seen the TV show, but for I some know the theme song, I don't think I've ever seen the TV show. <laughs> How bizarre is but that? But I've been eating a lot of Arnold lately, so <laughs> <laughs> that is sad. Uh, Arnold's the name of the pig on Green yeah, Acres. Yeah, in case yeah. you're not aware, for the audience, that is. Hey, but I remember the swimming pig at Ocarina Springs. I think his name was Ralph. Ralph the Swimming Pig, maybe? I have to look him up. He was very famous. You probably don't remember Ocarina Springs at all, do you? No. So Ocarina Springs was a very small theme park, and its basis was um, actual freshwater springs that were clear. They are famous for several things. They had the Swimming Pig, um, which would jump off of a diving board and swim. It really, when you saw it in person, it, it, it was not as depressing as the giant gingerbread man that used to stand in Smithville, but it was a little little anticlimactic when you saw him swim because, I mean, it, it's like, okay, you throw a pig in water, what do you think he's going to do? <laughs> he's got to swim. Um, I hope this episode to. runs long so I can edit that out. No, oh, this is going to get better. <laughs> so this is, this is some very good uh, um, trivia type stuff. So uh, they were also famous for glass-bottom boats. So they had, they had these boats that you went in at glass-bottom so you could see all the fish from the springs. And they had underwater mermaids. So these were, um, I guess, kind of dancing women. I don't know what you call them. But um, there was a sunken theater. It was called a submarine theater that would sink underwater. And you would go watch. And they would they would suck from air tubes and perform. And it was very interesting. It was called Ocarina Springs. And Andrew just, he didn't grow up with that. So you missed out. I'm telling you. I, I, I'm missing it already. Yes. All right. So barbecue-wise, so we come back somehow to Houston. And uh, let's go around. Uh, we've got, obviously, the pit room. Pit room's great at night. And uh, what is one of our favorite things at pit room? The tacos, of course, The uh, with the brisket fat tortillas. The tacos are what they are known for. They are very good. They're a, a tasty option. Um, the chicharrones. Yeah, the chicharrones as well. Um, brisket House is open for dinner. they got multiple locations on uh, north side on 1960, a Deer Park location, and a location uh, off of uh, Woodway in, um, in Houston as well. Um, our buddy Jim Buchanan, Buck's Barbecue, is open for dinner uh, out of Lucky's Lodge downtown. So that's another option for people. And out in Cyprus, you've got uh, Cypress Trail Hideout, West Drina. Uh, Papa's Char- Papa Charlie's is inside of Cypress Trail Hideout, so it's another option for dinner dinner barbecue, and they have live music out there. So um, a number of options, and keep your eyes open as, as new places continue to open. You know, I, whether Leonard wants to or not, we really hope that Truth will have a, a nighttime experience as well. Yeah, we're, we're definitely hoping for, for a nighttime at Truth um, when it opens soon. It's going to happen. It's happening soon. So keep your eyes and ears out for that. We're, we're, we Obviously, it's been one of the more anticipated barbecue openings in Texas for, for quite a while. So they're getting closer and closer. They are hiring if, uh, if anyone is looking to yeah, make a career change or just make a restaurant change or get into the barbecue business in some way. They are hiring, so reach out to... Uh, truthbbq.com and put in your application all that good stuff okay and um if you're outside of those three big cities another one that should not be not mentioned is 
Um, of course, Lockhart is open, I believe, until 8, uh, maybe even 9 o'clock. The restaurant's there, so double check. Um, it's a good option. And one of my favorites to go visit in the evenings is Hayes County Barbecue in San Marcos, where they run live music, have a brand new restaurant and a brand new bar. Um, beautiful, beautiful, large building. If you've been out there before, it was a very small trailer. Wasn't a, it was like a trailer, not a trailer house. That's not the right word for it, but it was not a barbecue trailer, but it was a, a trailer sized business. Um, brand new building out there, just a couple of months old. Yep. Great experience. Yep. Obviously, uh, we've had Michael on the show. Uh, go back and listen to that episode if you haven't. They've got a great story and they're doing great things out there. And of course, if you're, you know, if you're in the San Antonio area, it, there's not a ton of barbecue options in San Antonio. I'm mean, 2M is, I think, head of the class right now out there. But they're only open for lunch. So if you're looking for dinner barbecue, you don't mind traveling a little bit outside of San Antonio. Hayes County is a great option. Worth the drive and, and also a way to get away from Austin if you want to get away from the traffic. Yeah. Um, as long as you're on the south side of Austin. Um, on the north side, you know, keep an eye out for Liberty Barbecue. Um, I believe he'll be serving into the evenings there as well. That's John Brotherton and Gang. Yep. Yeah, they, they, they plan on serving into the evenings. Uh, they're getting closer and closer to opening. So just keep your eyes and ears out, especially, like I said, as we get into those holiday times, you know, especially these you know, mom and pop where the, where the family owns and operates the whole business, they're going to take some time off for Christmas and, and New Year's and, and all of those holidays. Uh, Corkscrew does every year. A lot of these places do every single year. All right, and here we are at a stoplight, so maybe that's another uh, foreshadowing. Is there anything else we want to hit up? I think there's a couple of topics right at the end here. So. Yeah, so we're, we're thinking of putting together another uh, listener question episode. We haven't done one in a while. Um, we've got we get questions all the time. We should probably just save them for episodes, honestly. But uh, but if you got some questions about us barbecue, cooking, anything in and around the barbecue realm that you know, that you'd like to ask, we're more than happy to, of course, answer them. You know, via response on a DM or an email. But uh, but yeah, we're going to be working on putting together another listener episode of uh, listener questions. So if you got questions about anything in the barbecue world uh, or related to the show. Reach out to us uh, at Tales from the Pits on Instagram. You can DM us uh, at BBQ Podcast on Twitter. You can DM us there. Or you can email us, talesfromthepits at gmail.com. Uh, of course, what do we like our uh, listeners to do, Brian? Eat barbecue? Well, yes, and pay for it. Um, but besides that, uh, we like when they download and subscribe to our podcast on their favorite podcast listening app. Yeah, we definitely appreciate that. And if you can, go in and rate us because it does help it's really cool too we like to see your comments um you know if you absolutely hate what we're doing then just feel free to reach out and let us know that as well um or if you have suggestions for us as always mentioned reach out to us social media or if you see us out on the barbecue trail just say hey guys you know why the heck do you say this or say that or whatever we're always willing to to throw down and uh, discuss barbecue with anybody anytime of course, and uh, we're, we know we're behind on our Friday giveaways. We are going to make that up for everybody. Um, be following our Instagram on Black Friday. We are going to have multiple giveaways on Instagram on Black Friday. And uh, we won't make it too hard to win. We're not going to do any trivia. We'll just do, uh, you know, comments on this or that, whatever. But we're going to do multiple giveaways, so we're going to make up for the time that we've missed on giveaways. So keep an eye out for that on Instagram. And I hope you all have a safe and happy holiday season and we've got some more great episodes coming up for the rest of the year. Andrew, let's go eat some more barbecue.